0: You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Well, Coach, Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you Inside the Locker Room presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.
1: And good morning and welcome into a hump day edition of Inside the Locker Room. 205-342-9904 as always is the phone number for all the shows here at Tide 100.9. The Twitter account at Locker Room 109 at Barry Sanderson at Wimp Sanderson 1. Email Wimp and Barry at Yahoo.com. Download the Tide 100.9 app to your smartphone and you can take us with you any where you go. Of all the colors, yellow is the most important, at least when it comes to building outdoors. No matter what the project is, pier, deck, fence, be sure to head down to your local Yellowwood dealer for Yellowwood brand pressure-treated pine. Yellowwood offers the best protection against rot, fungal decay, and termite attacks, so it's no wonder Yellowwood is the brand of choice for building outdoors. If you're going to build, build it right. Head to your local dealer, and get the best for your next outdoor building project. And remember, if it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, Joe, then you don't want it. Joe, were you in Mobile last Dad. night? Slap yourself.
2: What the heck? Why?
1: That game didn't tip until like 9-10. Hey,
2: we're all in on uh Oates.
1: Uh, well, That is all in. Uh, what time did you get home last night? Oh, to me. No, I'm, I'm going to ask you next. But he was in Mobile. I know you were in Huntsville. What time did you roll in last night? Three, 3 a.m. Wow, uh, to get in here for it. Uh, and I was a little disappointed, Dad. You take Alabama to Mobile, and I know it was a nine o'clock game. I'm looking here at the box score here, uh, Joe. Seven thousand 7, six hundred seventy-three. Come on, man. You got to sell the state school comes down. You got to sell that out. They don't come down there that often. Good morning Dad. How was your trip to Huntsville last night?
3: It was okay. We had we had a good time and I think did a good job of these guys. Been going up there for thirty years. Sonny wasn't able to go. But um uh, it Dunaway went, but it was fine. It was it was a good show. I mean good good night. I mean, I don't, I don't know how the show was. We told me if I mean you, Uh in in uh in basketball, uh, everybody in the league except Kentucky won. Kentucky played Michigan State. They sure although was. the score sounds big, eighty six seventy seven, Uh it was two overtimes. Sheway did play for Kentucky. Van Bilt got their first win, I believe, being Till temple Auburn, the big kid, uh, Broom, John, Johnny, John O. I. Broom, uh, the big transfer kid, uh, led, I think, Auburn in, in scoring. Uh, Ole Miss won. Missouri knocked the uh, uh, Edwardsville down pretty bad in Alabama um for what I could listen to on the show Barry I'll tell you more about that than I can um uh, I think struggle from the three point area They had two kids uh Gurley attempted nine and, and uh the other, the other good kid attempted eight I think it was good player um uh, probably you know probably pleased to win the game with offensive boards best I could tell Barry clear that up for us and um you know, turn it over twenty-one times, which won't won't be good. And um, they got, of course, they got to shoot it better than they shot it. So, anyway, they they won that three games, and then they played Jacksonville uh, this coming Friday night. That's really uh, the only thing. The other thing I have, the polls stayed the same. The the uh, deal with Ohio State, Michigan, if one of them if they play it close, will they stay, or will Tennessee get their place? Tennessee is trying to beat everybody a hundred. And uh but the poll state the same Alabama state eighth. No way for them to get in there. And uh that
1: that's about that's about all I got. All right, my take on the game, Joe, I'll get your take. You were there. Uh you know, Alabama is superiorly athletic, uh, to, to South Alabama, you're right. Sixty three rebounds, um, to forty, so they outreach about twenty three. Noah Clowney gets fifteen boards, he just sweeps the defensive boards. Yeah. Uh, If I have any complaints for Alabama, they won't beat the Michigan States and those guys if they don't clean up the turnovers. Uh, Just careless, especially at the end. They had it – the game could have gone to 30 instead of going back to 10, and they were very careless with the ball. And then, uh, Joe, I just think they got too many guys that have the green light. Uh, Every time Noah Gurley, these guys catch the ball, they don't have to shoot if they're open. I think too many guys – or taking threes. That's right. Garley did take eight. He was two for eight. Brandon Miller was four for nine. That's fine. Mark Sears, two for four. And I'm not sold on how good of an offensive player. Everybody talks about what a great shooter he is, Damari Burnett. I just hadn't seen him. I know he hit one last night and uh, did okay. He got uh, seven points. Uh, Quinterly, dad, did play last night. Yeah, uh, they put him at the end, and he tried to play way too fancy. Uh, he was trying to throw yeah. uh, bounce passes, underhanded, and turned the ball over two times. I think that's a little bit
3: of him right now, for some reason.
1: Yeah, he's got to get that. He, he looks like uh, what is that street I mean, he, ball? Uh,
3: well,
1: he looks like I'm here. Y'all, I'm here, y'all be glad I am. Yeah, he because <laughs> Mark Sears is a honestly is probably a. More of a solid point guard than Quinley. Quinley's more of a scorer. Sears is more into control. Sears. He's not trying to be fla- flashy. Quinley's got to get all that out. That what am I looking for there? It's like you, Sears, two. For me. Sears for me is just okay. I think it's Sears solid. Just, I think he's a solid, solid not, guard. I don't, I don't think you want a guy that's trying to do everything up there. You got enough well, guys I don't around you. But I think
3: I think that uh, when you get into the league, you, you know, he will be a little bit of question
1: mark. All right, Joe. What was your thoughts? You were there.
2: What do you think about Jaden Bradley, Coach?
1: I, Jaden Bradley is solid. He's not a, not a shooter, uh, but excellent driver. Uh, he's looking to pass first, which they need on this team. They got too many guys looking to shoot 1st um, so I think he and, I think that he and Sears are fine. Quinterly, I just think he wants to do too much. Uh, and I, he only played four minutes, but he's got enough guys around him. He just, almost like the n one video where he plays uh i don't know i do
2: you know i, think, yeah, I, mean, I just of think he's got that. well i don't need to talk about that he's on the mixtape tour man
1: yeah that he's trying to be a mix be a solid college Guard is what you need to be. What were your thoughts? It, 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 it
2: was it was fun to be down there last night, but but uh, a lot of things that you just said, Barry. They, they were a lot more athletic than South Alabama. They rebounded the heck out of the basketball. Another sixty point, sixty plus rebounds. Uh, so you, you you shoot the ball. A little better than you had in the first game. Uh, was not ten percent from three point line, but you, you're still rebounding the ball really, really at a really high level. Uh, I think that uh, Coach Coach Oates talked about it. Twenty one turnovers, too many. Uh, talked about the problems they've got on the offensive end at the moment. But uh, some of the things that I really like that you see in is the fact that. You know you're not there, it doesn't appear to be a lack of effort uh, so far this year and uh, the team seems to be playing at least together a lot of the mistakes that you're making seem like uh, maybe effort mistakes or you're kind of just getting some communication mistakes uh, but it don't seem like they're they're not trying hard which I think a lot of, a lot of the times uh, there was a question mark last season if the effort was there but I I, I like where they are it's through three games Still, a lot of room to grow. Uh, Dad,
1: Charles Bettyacco. He's a big kid, yeah. And but he doesn't he doesn't know how to play without fouling. Uh, he fouls yeah. out in eleven minutes last night. Yeah. Uh, I don't uh, know. Sometimes those guys can't control their body. He's easy to draw fouls on. You can get him out of the game easily. Uh, how do you coach a guy like that to stop fouling so much and just?
3: Well, you have to understand that a foul is a defensive mistake. Until you get that over with, the kid, it's a kid—that's a defensive mistake if you foul. You know, you've got to—you've got to move your feet in front some, and you must—you got to stay active, and you can't can take your hands. You know, if the official says to get behind your back, get your hands off of him, and which helps some. Um, uh, I think think you have to work with him one on one inside, or, or they work on he's defending the post people, isn't he? Most most times,
1: yeah. You know, uh, of course, uh, South Alabama had a seven footer. Uh, yeah, so you know,
3: it was a little bit better for him there, even though he fouled out because well, Not better, but he fought it. Fought it pretty much as you said. He fouled out early. Um, you know, seven footers' is difficult. He's going to have to have some help back there. if They go to him a lot. So, not seeing the game is hard for me to
1: speculate. Yeah, he just he just. I think he's easy to draw fouls on. Uh, Brandon Miller's all that advertised. He's Uh, competitive, Uh, he can shoot it, shoot the ball really well, Um, shot it from three, shot it from deep, Uh, did have four turnovers. He does handle the ball a lot for a big guy. Uh, So I think this team's got the pieces to be really, really good. If they don't clean those stuff up, uh, they'll have a hard time beating Michigan State, who should have beat Kentucky should have won. They had like three seconds to go up to, and Michigan State runs an out of bounds play and gets a dunk uh, to put it oh, in yeah. over, put it in overtime, and ends up going double overtime there uh, in the game.
2: That's so, not the that's not the big win that I want to hear about, though. What's I, that? I want to hear about the Knights one to know, baby. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that was on Monday night. That was on yeah. yeah kids played good win for you. Yeah. Your team play good. Yeah, he played good. Played hard. Um, actually, that team last night beat that we beat beat. Shelby County, so, uh, you know, it was... Uh, yeah, they're going to compare scores on me now. Good. Oh, yeah. Well, just, yeah, so it was a good win. Uh, and they uh, dedicated the court to Scott Brenneiser, who obviously is not with us anymore, but his son was there, and they did a nice job with that. So When's was, your next game? Uh, not till after Thanksgiving. I was supposed to play Friday against ACA over there, but uh, the football team is traveling to Fife, and they say Fife is... Something Are you going to get down here Friday? <laughs> well, I got practice with Mac. I might try to get up there earlier uh, in the day. Two-minute truck out at 1330 Martin Road East. That's where you go pick up your boxes, your packing supplies, whatever you need to make this a smooth move. It's local, out of town, out of state. Let the professionals handle it. Give them a call today, 205-247-5050. two-minute truck movers who care.
4: Tide 100.9 traffic. From the towns of Nissan, traffic center, no active regs are real problems this morning. Minor congestion on 82 at Rose Boulevard in Northport, Lurling Southbound into downtown, and congestion on Skyland at McFarland. If you see other conditions, give me a call. Townsend Nissan is your hometown dealer with a lifetime powertrain warranty. Go see them and grab a deal. I'm Captain Ray.
5: Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa Thread.
6: Today begins the third day of the federal kidnapping trial of Derek Brown at the Tuscaloosa Federal Courthouse. Yesterday, security video and witness testimony placed Brown and her co-conspirator Patrick Stallworth in the vicinity of where three-year-old Camille Cupcake McKinney was abducted in Birmingham and killed in 2019. The Slange House family and the defendant cried numerous times during yesterday's testimony. Click TuscaloosaThread.com for more local news sports and weather coverage. It's free. I'm Don Hartley.
7: The biscuit shop in Essex Square, Northport features sandwiches, bite sized snacks, blueberry, meat, and specialty flavors baked fresh every day. Get a special 10% discount.
8: Coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking. Fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the internet, look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't
0: want it. It's Yellowwood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa
6: weather. The weather cool and dry today with a mixture of clouds and sunshine, the high 53. We go below freezing late tonight, clear with the low at 29. Tomorrow's sunny with a high at 50, and Friday, lots of sunshine with a high at 53. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 41 degrees in Tuscaloosa.
0: Two-time state champion and two-time NIT champion, Barry Sanderson breaks down the latest in sports on Inside the Locker Room on Tide 100.9
9: welcome
1: walking back inside the locker room yellowwood go to yellowwood.com to find that dealer closest to you when you want to build a five-star backyard Build it to last. Do it with pressure treated pine from great southern wood. All right, to the yellowwood Highline Get Tom in. Good morning, Tom. Good
5: morning, Barry. Good morning. morning, Coach. How are you? Uh, can I go off? Can I go off on the basketball team?
1: Tom, they can never please you. I don't think I'm coming to believe.
5: Okay, Barry, you are a good basketball coach. Your dad, <laughs> Coach Sanderson, is a great basketball coach. Okay. And I, I'm, I'm calling in, and, and John Q. Fan is on the phone. Okay. And and, and and I want to go off.
1: Okay.
5: And I'm asking for permission to go, go off.
1: Go ahead.
5: Same song, different verse that it was last year. Something's wrong. Uh, a simple tip by Coach Sanderson for two years on the radio has been, don't Throw the freaking ball to where you think they're open. Throw it to where you know they're open. <laughs> they're so dumb with the way they handle the ball. Nobody value, At Alabama, we do not value the ball. I don't care what anybody says. Uh, and then Oaks had the audacity to come out after the game and say, oh, we've got to cut the turnovers down to 12. Good luck with that. <laughs> because there's no coaching about how to turn a uh, cut down on the turnovers, quit throwing the ball to try to prove that you're an NBA passer. You're dumb for doing that. Two handed passes. Make sure you're throwing it to somebody that's open. I mean, it's ridiculous. And that coach at South Alabama, I can't even watch the games that we play against them. <laughs> he. Frustrates the crap out of me. Wow! And he's all and he always frustrates everybody in the whole house. Everybody's watching on TV, and he ends up being closer to winning the game than he should be.
10: Why
1: are you not like him?
5: Because he frustrates the crap out of what,
1: me. Did the coach of South Alabama. What's he do?
5: Well, I mean, here's the frustrating part. I, I should can I rephrase? Sure. We should do better. I mean, we were out at at 15, 18, as much as 20 points up. That should have been the margin of victory. And then we go crazy in the last seven minutes of the game.
1: You're right, we'll we did at the end. Uh, we threw the ball away a lot at the end. It's so a lot of those turnovers in the last five minutes. And those games, will, uh, you know, instead of going to 17, 18 to 25, it went to nine. I think they got it to nine. Right. Uh, it was never a threat that you were going to lose the game, but you got to finish games stronger. I, you know, he did put Quinterly in at the end, and he tried to be a little bit too fancy, I thought. Uh, be there.
5: cute. Yeah. He tried to be cute. Garley tries to be cute. Uh, I would escort Gurley to the transfer portal
9: today.
1: <laughs> it's a, he's a fifth-year, a sixth-year senior. I don't think he's got any,
5: And if he stays there six more years, he's not going to be any good.
1: So you're not a Noah Gurley fan?
5: Oh, come on, Barry. I mean, am I saying something that's wrong here? I mean, where, where am I wrong?
1: Noah Gurley, the only problem... I have what Noah Gurley is is he shoots too much. Uh, he, he doesn't need not need to be taking eight threes uh, in my opinion. So he was he did hit two of them. Uh, he got eight points. He played twenty four minutes. Got seven rebounds. I I love Miller and Clowney. Uh, those are two of the I best freshmen great. in the country right there.
5: I would devote my time to their development.
1: Well, they These are. Guys. Miller played thirty six minutes, and Clowney played twenty eight. So, so, so they yep. played the bulk of the minutes.
5: That's right. I tell you what, uh, I like the Griffin kid. Uh, I think he's got potential, and, uh, uh, and 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 you're right about Mark Sears, solid as a rock. I mean, uh, a, a, a fairly good shooter, not a great shooter, but a fair shooter, but. He uh, he does a good job distributing. And, and tell me where I'm wrong on on my evaluation of this team. This is ridiculous.
1: Well, I don't. You're just talking about the turnovers. What do you? I mean, you talk, the turnovers are too careless. But this team's got a chance okay. to be really. This chan- oh. team's got a chance to be really good. Yeah, maybe. But I, I tell you what. Uh,
5: l- let me let me give you another example on Gurley. Okay. Uh, he comes down. There are three people standing in front of him at, between him and the goal. Guess what he does? What's that? He drives to the goal. No chance of getting there. He can't did. make
1: it. I remember the play you talking about. but right in there and, and char- he got pulled
5: out of the game, thank
11: God. <laughs>
1: Yeah, they just uh I mean, they'd be really good, but uh we'll we'll see. They gotta clean some stuff up here and they got they'll find out real fast when they get out to Portland. Uh I got news for you. Yes, sir. I
5: watched Kentucky and Michigan State last night. Yeah. They if they play either one of those teams and I think both of them are on the schedule, if they play either one of those teams like they played last night, uh it's not going to be pretty.
1: They're going to play Michigan State next Thursday night. So,
5: <laughs> good luck.
1: <laughs> a week from Thursday. Thanksgiving night, when you have, when you're finishing up your second turkey sandwich, you can watch that. Thanks, Tom. Thank
5: you, Tom. Well, I'm like, well, let me ask coach. All right, coach. Am, am I wrong about the passing? Quit throwing it to where you think it's open. Throw it you. It you, where what, you're, you know. you're, you're a good listener. You you remember all that little. Jazz, I
3: say. Yeah, you're a pretty good listener. I'll say that for you. <laughs> well,
5: I mean, what about? Do you agree with what I'm saying? Yeah,
3: sure, sure. You can't, you, know, you can't continue to throw it away. It just cuts down. It makes you play defense more. It cuts down on the opportunity to score. It uh, makes your offense ragged. Um, puts you out of position to rebound. You know, it, turnovers are, you know, it's one of the problems that you have. It, turnovers in football will absolutely kill you there, and turnovers in basketball exactly. the same way.
5: Exactly. Yeah. That's
1: the way thank I'll it. see you. Thank, thank you, you thank Tom. You. Uh, I think you may be on being a little harsh there. I mean, you're going to make a few turnovers, but uh, I think the length of this team could be uh, be pretty good. All right, uh, Dad, Alabama, uh, I think in the poll was eight uh, last night. Uh, any – I mean, pretty, things were pretty about bad. where I thought I, about where I thought, and I
3: made the comments about the get, close game between Michigan and Ohio State with Tennessee move in. Uh, there's been, a, you know, I like a, a thought about uh, the way Tennessee ran the score upon Missouri, but um, you know, you, you never know what that committee. I've got the committee's names here. And I'm going to look for them for next week so we can talk about it. Uh, got Tim Brando on tomorrow, and um, that, that'll really be good. So I I I, uh, I think it's going to stay about like it is. If how it's going to flip flop, you know. Got TCU going to Baylor. Baylor can beat you any day. Uh, TCU just come off a very very long tough game at Texas, and then when they get through there, they've got Ohio State. Uh, Iowa State. And so that the schedule, and then they've got the playoffs.
1: Yeah, uh, I, think I, I got 12. the playoff. Well, who the playoff be back, gets? Back. Uh, I don't know. I have to pull up their uh, conference standings here. Let me see. I, I can pull it up, up too. I think. Um, uh, uh, sure Big Twelve. Is. Let's see. Right now, TCU and Kansas State are leading. Uh, Kansas okay. State's five and two. TCU okay. seven and zero. Oh, so
3: okay. So they'll play. They'll play. Think about this. They'll play Baylor. They'll play Iowa State and probably, I and mean, they'll play Kansas State. Kansas State's darn good. They, you know, you, you think of the name Kansas State. I've been out there a, a lot where the purple stuff is, and <laughs> they're they're pretty darn good. So, TC maybe TCU may pu- be pushed out. Alabama's just too far down the line to go.
10: Oh uh, yeah, H-
4: Alabama
3: was. Yeah. Oh, I know that. I, I just Tennessee can be shoved into the final four. Uh, probably the best of anybody. LSU. You know, you got to say LSU got a shot because they're going to play Georgia. If they were to beat Georgia, it, they'd have to look at them. Uh, so you got to say that anyway. I don't think they can beat Georgia, but I don't think a lot of things. I didn't think it'd be Kentucky either. So anyway, um, it, if that happens, then uh, it, it makes puts LSU in the mix, and then it could be possible that TCU and the the loser of Ohio State and Michigan. Two of those four are out, and now you got to decide. And because they lost, but they lost late, and that—that's
1: the difference. John, did you explain this to Joe? Can you, can you explain this one to me? Because this happens on the station all day during the day. The Alabama fans are making fun of Auburn for celebrating beating a bad Texas A&M team. and "Oh, they—they're going crazy." Does that same Alabama fan know that Texas A and M had to throw in the end zone to win the game against Alabama?
2: Yeah, but we didn't celebrate it like that. What? We didn't celebrate <laughs> the victory like that. What?
1: Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna tell both
3: of you something. If you're not careful, if you are not careful, listeners, who are Auburn fans, Western Kentucky will throw the ball over your defense. Your defense will be your your back your backfield. You won't be in your, in your line play. Coach, They'll throw it over. You better coach, be careful.
2: Coach, what can we do as a, as a group to uh, endorse Cadillac Williams to get the job?
3: Well, I, I'm, I'm not into that. Cadillac Williams is not going to get the job. That would be impossible. No. No, he's he not even to be considered.
2: But he should be, Coach. Why? Why? Because he's an Auburn
3: man.
1: Oh, that's well, it? Why? is he loses man, his first game, you'd be going crazy. He well, had not had any coach. He's he being safe. He's... he's it's, Alabama fans want them to hire Cadillac. Oh, I know that, and, Barry. I know that. Nobody
3: uh, else that, and the rest of them want, but that, they're not going to do that. They gonna, they're going to they hire somebody that they think is, um, uh, the situation down there. The person they hire is going to want to be have the autonomy to do what Nick Saban does at Alabama. Okay. He, they want to be able to walk in and say, I want this at the cafeteria. I'm over everything with football. I want our, I want this far. I want this. I want this. I want that. I need to do this. That's what. That's the kind of coach that's looking to go there. I'm, tell you, I'm telling you, too, from the, from the truth. And if Lane Kiffin feels like that he can go in and call his shots, uh, I'm not sure he can. If he can call his shots, then he'll be your next coach. If he can't call your shots, he
1: won't be. Well, what do you say to people that are saying that it's already done, that Lane Kiffin's going? Well, I, I think that,
3: it, that in the meeting then, in the meeting that they had, uh, he can call his shots. He walks in and says, I, you know, we, we need new weight room, which we naturally don't, you know, then we'll get started. You know, I've often asked uh, – Uh, when Coach gets in and brings a a coach in to be on staff, and he decides on the money he's going to give that coach, Coach coach Saban, does he call Greg Byrne and say, I want to give this guy a million, two, and three-year contract? Or does he tell him and then call Greg Byrne and tell him what he did? Now, I don't know the answer to that completely, but uh the coach of Auburn wants to do that. He wants that. Uh when you saw when you saw Napier go to Florida, uh Napier was offered the Auburn job, turned it down, uh he's going to Florida and he's going up you know, he's going to recruit his Fanny out, off. He didn't feel like he could be in charge of everything down there and he he gave it up, didn't know he was gonna get Florida either, but uh I guess maybe he thought he did or something, so that's what that's what's going to happen right
1: there all right uh, we'll take this break we'll get uh we'll get jc in uh when we get back from break it is tide 100.9 it's the home of alabama sports
7: this is a town square media tied 100.9 sports update
1: this is timothy bowens
9: with your tide sports update brian robinson's career day helped hand jalen hurts his first loss of 2022 Alabama kicker Will Reichert wins SEC Special Teams Player of the Week. And Alabama signee was honored on a billboard for signing with the Crimson Tide.
7: This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update. It again. For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app.
4: Tide 100.9 traffic from the towns of nissan traffic center no active regs real problems this morning minor congestion on 82 at rose boulevard in northport Lurling southbound into downtown and congestion on scotland at mcfarland if you see other conditions give me a call towns and nissan is your hometown dealer with a lifetime powertrain warranty go see them and grab a deal i'm captain ray
7: Coming coming up on the game with ryan fowler
6: Coming up on the Wednesday edition of the game, we will continue our Dreamland Score Prediction Day. We'll cover the latest topics around the University of Alabama. We'll have plenty of Nick Audio or a lot more starting at 2 o'clock right here on the game on Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports.
7: The longest-running sports program in Tuscaloosa. The game with Ryan Fowler. Weekdays from 2 to 6 p.m. on Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.
6: Under the biggest cactus in town, Taco Casa. Quality is is number one. you got to start with a good quality product. But it's got to be at a good value to the customers. Everything is about quality. You just can't with the low at 29. Tomorrow's sunny with a high at 50, and Friday, lots of sunshine with a high at 53. I'm James Fan on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 41 degrees in Tuscaloosa. The flagship station for
0: Alabama Crimson Tide football. Alabama touchdown. Only on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Friday after five, got
9: here some time. When I
10: hit and with a line Oh, I went
2: and lost my mind And I ain't been here long But the bother's in the pond Woo. Going up, down, up, down, up, down <laughs> What is
1: that? <laughs> I don't I know, know, it. I, know I, I, want, I want a small dose of it That's Morgan Wallen That's about to kick in Yeah, crap Morgan Wallen ain't no good why didn't Morgan Wilder win anything the other night, Joe? Uh, he
3: he because he didn't deserve it.
1: Oh, he sells out concerts so fast I don't they didn't it. give it to him from some of his little incidents in the past. He'll, okay. He'll win some awards. All right, Yellowwood, pressure-treated pine. Great Southernwood. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, you don't want it. All right, we'll get to the Yellowwood hotline. He's the owner of the TheBigSpur.com, does the uh, podcast with Mike Morgan, who was on the call last night actually for the Alabama – I don't know who that guy was doing the game with Mike, J.C., but tell him to get a new partner because that guy was awful that was on with uh, Mike Morgan last (laughs) night. God, I don't keep up with his, you know,
11: uh, partners in basketball.
1: Well, he was in Mobile last night, and that guy wanted to tell you everything he knew, and it wasn't much. Uh, So, um, J.C., uh, TCU. Uh, if they lose, is there any way, Ellis, you could creep in there with Tennessee and have three teams in the final uh, four? Dad's going to laugh and say, no way. But the way they're ranked, it's possible, isn't it?
11: I think it is. I think at the end of the day, it's hard for them to take a two-loss team. I mean, you know, I, I think the team in the best position to do it, frankly, was Auburn back in 2017 because Auburn – Remember, they thumped Georgia, uh, and then they beat Alabama by double digits. <clears throat> uh, and then they won the championship game and lost. Uh, I think that team would have gotten in just on the strength of, hey, they were the best team in the country for three weeks. But, you know, they, they got thumped by Georgia in the dome. But, uh, yeah, I, I think it's awfully hard uh, when you look at LSU's resume. And you have to lost Florida State on a neutral field, but it's really a home game. And then you got thumped by Tennessee. Um, you know, I would – it would be hard. I mean, I know they beat Alabama, but if, I let's say, Alabama won out, you know, what what would be – I mean, you know, you got a one-point win on a two-point conversion in Baton Rouge. Uh, Bama only lost by three at Tennessee. It was more competitive. You know, So I think you'd get into that, and, and you'd be taking them – you know, but then I guess the SEC championship would, would mean something. So sure. I mean, it's interesting talk, but uh, I, I don't, I don't know. And, and I, I think they'd be hesitant to put three teams in because sure. there'd be a lot of controversy. Sure, uh, you know, because then you may be dealing with like a, a the loser of Ohio State, Michigan has one loss to the other team. Um, you know, be some controversy out, and then you couldn't put them in over Tennessee. Uh, even though they're the conference champs because they got thumped by 27 points at home by them. Uh, so that's not fair either. So it's going to be interesting. I don't know who Boo Corrigan is. I mean, I guess that's Gene Corrigan's son, right? Yeah. Uh, thoroughly unimpressed. <laughs> uh, I, I'm not impressed with most of these people that chair the, uh, committees or whatever, but, uh, this is probably about the worst explanations, uh, I've probably seen, but, uh, You know, they probably don't watch a lot of good football over there in the ACC, so that's probably what leads to
3: it. No doubt that. So you're saying the committee is uh, not very learned as to who should be in, is that correct?
11: No, I just think that, I think the explanation is when they, they, you know, they shove the guy out there. It's like basketball every year. Some poor guy or gal has to go out and explain it, and they never do a really good job. But sometimes it's worse than others. I mean, you know, oh, we were really impressed with the TCU defense, but uh, we still kept it below Michigan because yeah. blah, blah You know, I'm just like just, just, just hush. You know, yeah. just, just, just don't. What are you talking about? You know, that kind of yeah. thing. <laughs> uh, but I, I mean, they got the form mostly right. I mean, Ohio State, Michigan are gonna cancel each other out, and so you kind of know uh, who's in position <laughs> and who's not. I, I'll say this: it's gonna be hard for TCU to run the table. Because yeah. they're going to have
3: to I, I, play a team for the second time. Yeah, I've gone over you that, know, yeah, plus 12. the playoff game.
11: But I'm going to tell you, they deserve it. If yeah, they get I in, they I mean, the Big 12 is a deep, good league this year. If they make
1: right. it
3: through that gauntlet, I think they deserve it. Yeah, yeah. no doubt. I, I, think they're, I think they're darn good. I think I agree with you 100% on that.
1: Yeah, that'd be um, interesting. it would be interesting to see. Go ahead, Dad.
3: Going, to, Getting away from this for a few minutes, you, you all, you're in big circles. Um. I made the statement that Lane Kiffin can get what he wants as far as running the show. He may take it. What if you hear at Auburn?
11: Yeah, I think that's uh, a distinct possibility. Uh, my question with that would be: if Lane decides to stay at Ole Miss, who do they? Who's next? I'm not sure. It's Freeze. Uh, it should be. <laughs> if I were them, that's who I'd go higher. But who's uh, that? They end up like a Jeff Grimes, which would kind of follow their pattern of hiring a former assistant that they could load up with money and control. I guess I want to say control. Can I say control? <laughs> but uh, I mean, you're talking about the school is going to promote Kevin Steele. I mean, you know, it, 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 and it hired Malzahn after one year, and hired Kizik with a five and nineteen record. The formula works, and it doesn't last, but it works. So. I don't know, but uh, I, I think Kiffin would be the perfect fit there. Uh, and I think Auburn has the resources available and the ups. I mean, just like Cohen leaving Mississippi State as alma mater to take the AD job. I mean, he's a Mississippi State guy. But those Mississippi schools don't have the resources Auburn does. And people in athletics, they want to go where you got resources. Um, and... You know, I, I think everybody in college football is going to hear from Auburn really, really soon. <laughs> uh, not this year on the field necessarily, uh, but it seems like a, a cloud has sort of been lifted. Uh, I think Cadillac taking over has been good for their morale. Uh, and I think uh, with the NIL money they have in place and, and sort of the plan – uh, if they land Lane Kiffin, uh, look out. It could be a big turnaround really quick down there.
1: Do you think uh, they, they play Mississippi State on 24th, which is Thursday? Um, he's got to get the job and get going uh, to get, get transfers in there, uh, try to salvage a recruiting class because Brian Harsin and them have nobody. Uh the twenty fourth. How quick will he be named? Would it be the twenty fifth uh, that night? Black uh, Friday. We see these, these things happen pretty fast. Uh, sometimes during the game, we've seen it where they've been the guy's coaching the sideline, and it's announced that he's going somewhere else. How fast? Oh, I, I
11: think it'd be. I think it'd be ideal because you announce him the night before the Iron Bowl. That's probably not going to be a pretty game for Auburn. You know, although. <laughs> They're playing a lot better, and they always, you know, they don't always play well in Tuscaloosa, but if it was at Jordan-Hare, if I was Alabama, I'd be like, oh, God. But um, I, I I think that'd be the perfect time, Barry, to be honest with you. I think, you know, Black Friday, everybody's out shopping or trying to avoid going shopping and watching ball and eating turkey sandwiches, and uh, that's a nice little media window where you have the attention of college football, you know, because there's – Usually not a lot of news. The news tends to break that following Monday. Uh, so I, I think that would be ideal.
1: Yeah, you know what's a shame, too? That Judkins kid uh, from Pike Road that uh, neither one of the in-state schools took over at Auburn. I mean, over at uh, Ole Miss now. He'll follow him right to Auburn. And when, you know, guy was talking about the NFL, he said, just think about it like this. If everybody on your team was a free agent, how miserable. It would be at the end of the season, uh, and that's what co- that's what we've turned college football into, JC. Everybody on the team is a free agent. Is that what we want out of college football?
9: No,
11: but that's the situation the NCAA created. Um, you know, uh, in I was just, I was stunned when they put together this brilliant committee. You know, and they're like, "Well, here's our recommendation. We, everybody should be able to transfer every year." as much as they want. <laughs> they did that down in South Florida for high school, right? Uh, there's several kids down there that go to four high schools in four years. I mean, how is that beneficial to any uh, Football, sports, academics. How is that beneficial? Because you have some kids that naturally are just not going to be satisfied, or, or some kids that are naturally curious that want to go – you know, experience new things. Uh, you know, it's just that maybe they picked a school they don't have ties to or they're like, well, let's go try this other school out. You know, it's uh, young people make decisions based on, you know, not reality sometimes. And it's nothing against young people. I mean, that's just how – when I was young, I did the same thing. I wanted to go to Oregon State for a while. <laughs> Luckily, I didn't. Had I been a football player, maybe I would have. You know, I mean, that's uh, that's just kind of how – you know, young people work, and, you know, unfortunately, it's really not good for them, not good for the sport. Uh, and to be a college coach right now, man, you know, and, and I think, too, whereas it used to be you had lifetime assistants, you know, uh, in college that uh, never really wanted to go to the NFL because of the hours and stuff, you add all this other crap onto their plate in college, and suddenly the NFL, where you're just working on ball yeah. all day, looks pretty pretty enticing, doesn't it? I think you're going to see more talented coaches gravitate or try to get more NFL jobs for the assistant ranks because it's just it's just not just not worth it, you know. All the time you got to spend and you know kiss a lot of butt. I mean, you know, there's a, there's a de-recruitment period that has to go on, you know, where reality hits these guys. If you're always trying to sell so they'll stay, I mean, where's the development? Where's this? That? And uh, other? Yeah
3: that yeah. that's the first question that you have to ask Lane Kiffin in the meeting, are you going to leave me in two years and go to the pros? Um, you know, and he may say no and then go. <laughs> I'd almost make him put it in writing. I, I would, if he if he goes, because of his transferring everywhere he's ever been, I would fix something that, that it, somewhere in the contract that uh, he had a penalty if he left within a certain time
11: oh yeah i I'd, I'd try that the problem is too with this situation i'm sorry about my dog um he's insane um oh, the God, problem with this situation too is is jimmy sexton and uh yeah. not not just him personally but the agents they have coaching these days these contracts man i mean they're very very coach friendly <laughs> and they're getting even more that way I mean, look at the money they got spent last year so You know, uh, it's one of those things where I think you either coach, you have to pay them enough to where a pro team's not going to find the value in them, uh, and so they won't leave or won't have those opportunities. Like, there's no NFL teams knocking down Jimbo's door right now, even though he probably could coach up there. Uh, Or you got to put clauses in the contract, which becomes more difficult because the agents sort of have you over a barrel. I mean, you're an AD, you're – you know, beholden to your fan base and, you know, you don't get Lane Kiffin, which everybody, you know, most of them won't, uh, because, you know, you're not willing to, you know, give him a beneficial deal. (laughs)
9: Uh,
11: and you try Jeff Grimes out there, you know, that's going to come back on you if Jeff Grimes doesn't work out. Right. So everybody's kind of between a rock and a hard place in this sport right now. It's unfortunate, but, um, I mean, for for folks like us, it makes it interesting to talk about. Well, it. But, uh, the, the Auburn people,
3: the people want a name. They want somebody they can tie to that's one. That's what they would like to have. You know, that doesn't mean they're going to get it, but they want a name. And the, really, the names. Uh, I mean, Lane Kipps got a good name, and so has yeah. got Liberty. But all three of those guys do. Oh, sure. They're not just just they're just not ball busters. But if you if you don't get and he's been in, the new athletic director's been involved with all of them because Mississippi State and Ole Miss are involved with each other
5: and also with
3: <laughs> with but the problem is if you pull somebody out of the hat if you go to Penn State just an example and, and take that guy or somebody like that who who's really good and went to Vanderbilt and did great it 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 it's going to be hard to satisfy the people.
0: They love to have know, an Auburn man. Auburn do
3: don't want to
11: compete with Alabama, right? Yeah, yeah sure. And sure. there's really two coaches on their list that have done that consistently. That's Lane Kiffin and <laughs> yeah. Uh I You're think right. they're sick of losing. I I don't think they're going to accept the fish out of water. I think mean, they want an SEC guy that everybody knows. And, um, you know, it, it, it's I, if I were an Auburn person, that's what I'd want as well because oh, – yeah. You know, you look at the hiring since Tuberville, um, it's been, you know, former assistant and then the bizarre Harson hire, you know, and all that. And, you know, quite frankly, that program can shoot a little higher and do a little better. Yeah. Mississippi Um, State hired two guys fish out of water, though. He's grown grown as a coach. I mean, he's a totally different guy than he was in Tennessee or the Raiders or anywhere else. So –
1: you know, Dad says he's a mover, but he did move from Tennessee, but he got his dream job. He got fired from yep. there. Uh, so then he went to Alabama, did his deal, then went to Florida, what, Atlantic, and then to Ole Miss. So I, I don't – other than the Tennessee move, and I think that was just a – Free thing that the USC job opened, uh, and he got fired for the Raiders. So, I think he's been fired uh, and then <laughs> then moved on. The only job yeah. he really walked on was Tennessee.
11: Uh, yeah, yeah. That, and that, that still stuck in people's mind because until this season. That, that you can trace their problems back to that. You know, they, they dumped Fulmer. Lane really had a great recruiting class brewing. They, they got back to a bowl game. You know they beat Georgia pretty bad that year. Um, they were seven and six, but it was a pretty good seven and six. And then, you know, in the middle of recruiting, in the middle of the night, he leaves and goes to Southern Cal, and boom, Derek Dooley, boom Butch Jones, boom Jeremy Pruitt. You know, uh, and so I, I think that's still fresh in people's mind. But you know, Auburn's such a good gig. I mean, you know, I I kind of think. If he moves this time,
1: he'll get there and stay. Yeah, he and Bruce Pearl down there would be pretty interesting. There would be a lot of media down there swarming around that. Um, What is wrong with the Miami job? Uh, I thought Mario Cristobal would go down there and knock it out, and maybe he will. Uh, But I think sometimes you get down there and you're like, oh, my goodness, no wonder people aren't winning down here. Uh, What is it about Miami right now that they can't seem to get it turned around?
11: Yeah, you know, the worst thing Miami ever did. Uh, and I, I guess they wouldn't have had anywhere. They need had to go to the ACC because the Big East fell apart. But since they joined the ACC, they've just been. They, they've kind of become an a, You know, an ACC school, <laughs> not named Clemson. Um, I, I think there's a lot of cultural issues like within the program. Uh, I think with their very brash and public-facing NIL situation with the one guy, you know, there's a lot of people chasing money down yeah. there. Yeah. And uh, as we talked about, I mean, I you know, I mean, look, who are the two schools, you know, because Tennessee came out and they've been kind of forward-facing with their collective and everybody knows Spire or whatever, but it really kind of started with this class that, that Tennessee's putting together. Um, a lot of most of those players Heupel has were left over from Pruitt or they got them from the portal or whatever. Okay. So they're, they're kind of a together team, but who are the other two schools that were really brash about it? A&M and Miami. Yeah. <laughs> and look at what's happening. So look, I'm not saying I'm right about that, but I warned everybody, <laughs> you know, look, football's a different game. I mean, you, you can't, You can't go play money ball and go spend a bunch of money and expect these guys to go do what it takes to win games. And uh, I think that's a problem. Uh, I think just flat out not showing up is a problem. Um, I think their home field situation is a problem. Uh, They're actually building facilities and investing money now uh, in coaching salaries and things like that, but – Boy, I mean, it, it just becomes difficult when, when you get beat by Middle Tennessee at home, you get beat by Duke at home by 24, and you give up 45 to Florida State, 45 to 3. Yeah. I mean, th- those three losses, you, you give up, what, 135 points in those three games. I mean, they have athletes, so they are they really trying? They have good coaches, Kevin Steele and Charlie Strong, or the defensive coordinators. Are they really trying? I
1: don't know. Yeah, it's crazy. that. Um,
3: Alabama going to change. I think Alabama's done fine. I, the disappointment is in expectations. When you get the expectations so high by the media and the, and the fans who don't know jack crap, then you're, because I thought the White House were questionable the whole thing. Up. So I, I think they've done fine. They're going to win 10 games. They may, they may win eleven. win the bowl. Um, so I'm not criticizing anybody, but will there be a change in some of the staff members of Alabama? Have you heard anything there? I know I know, I know, I know that the offensive coordinator is going to leave. He's, I'm sure he's going to leave. He's, he'll get another job. Go ahead.
11: Yeah, and I don't think he's a big problem. I, I think their problem is that no other receivers they did um, on offense. Uh, and then he had a game where Bryce Young was out. I mean, you know, but uh, I think uh, – I could see one or two, you know, maybe, maybe on defense, maybe maybe on offense. I, I, I sort of think though Nick Saban may handle it. A lot of coaches do this. They're they're like, well, you probably need to go look for a job, <laughs> and then so and so all of a sudden shows up and he's the next, you know, tight ends coach at wherever, and, and oh, he just left, you know. So I, I don't I don't know that there'll be any public firings uh, or anything like that. I I, I wouldn't be shocked. If there are some guys that just
1: move on, uh, and then he replaces them. Yeah, normally there's some turnover there. It always is, and uh, we'll see. I I just hope Alabama and Clemson don't play in the bowl, but I know that's a strong uh, possibility. Uh, I think people are sick of that game, uh, to be quite honest with you. So, uh, JC, tell everybody about your podcast where they can get all your great information.
11: Okay, yeah, Mike Morgan, I guess he's in Tuscaloosa last night. Right, no, he was in no Mobile.
1: To he was in the game. They uh, played the game in Mobile at South Alabama last oh. night. Yeah. Oh,
11: at South Alabama. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, as uh, Mike gets back, we'll have a new episode this week. But we had a great episode last week, the J.C. and Morgan College Football Podcast uh, on iTunes, Google Play, wherever you find podcasts. Check it out.
1: Thank you, J.C. Thank you, J.C. Appreciate Thanks, it. fellas. Good to All be right. with you. There's J.C. um Interesting stuff. There. All right, Dad. Uh, tell them you got uh, your new dog Samantha there. Uh, who's taking yeah. the help when you take well, Samantha?
3: Yeah, she's right by me. Constant Companion Animal Hospital is not just a hospital; it's the place to be. Darn sure that your dog or cat or whatever you got is okay. It's just opened up, and they're giving fifty percent off for your first visit. These are really good people. Uh, I've taken uh, my dog down there, and uh, Sam's done great down there, and. Uh, the number is 205-635-0313. It's located on 280 at the Narrows, the Narrows area, not too far down there at 459. So, uh, Dr. Foster's the, the vet there, and they're good. 205-635-0313. And you get 50% off on your first visit if you tell them that you heard it with Barry and Wimp on the inside of the locker room.
1: Also, Alabama 1's got the Black Wednesday sale, Joe. It's six days, 23 hours, seven minutes, and 39, 38, 37. Uh, you want to take advantage of that uh, each hour. Uh, if you get in at 7 a.m., you get the lowest rate each hour. It bumps up just a little bit, not a ton, but you want to – be ready for that auto loan, personal loan, recreational vehicle. The sooner you apply, the lower your rate. Go to www.alabama1.org for more information. And we want to thank Pressure Treated Pine from Great Southern. Always remember when you build the five-star backyard, if it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, you don't want it. Phone lines will be open 205-342-9904. You're to Tide 100.9. It's your home of Alabama sports. Down, down.
0: We
4: Point nine traffic from the Townsend nissan traffic center we got a wreck on duncanville school road at us 82 you can expect some delays in the area as there is lane blockage on the school road now if you see other conditions give me a call 205-886-8886 towns nissan is your hometown dealer with a lifetime powertrain warranty go see them and grab a deal i'm captain ray Hi there, I'm your host, Dog, filling in for the human who's normally here and bringing you the smells and sounds of the holidays, courtesy of Beggin' Dog Treats.
0: We wish you a 100.9 and steaming on the Tide 100.9 app.
1: Welcome back to the second hour of Inside the Locker Room. Andrew Kniffer out at 4705 McFarland Boulevard, Suite 3 over in Norport. Insurance is something you got to have. You want to be protected. Uh, Allstate will do that for you. Andrew will make sure you have the right policy uh, for what you need. He's done that for me. I've had to use him a couple times with it, and he's always been spot on. Uh, I can text him and get whatever I need. Uh, immediately give him a call today. You make the change. I made it well over a year ago. It's been one of the best things that I've done with my insurance. All state insurance, Andrew Canifer, 205-722-9201. You also can talk a little sports with Andrew as well. All right. Get to the Andrew Canifer All state hotline and bring Philip into the show. Good morning, Philip. Hey, Phil.
12: Good morning, gentlemen. I hope you all are doing good.
1: We're good. How are you okay. buddy? Okay. Thank you.
12: Doing good. And uh, Coach Samson, I'm glad you're. Glad your new dog is working out good. Uh, a dachshund, Dachshunds, I believe I believe it's a dachshund. Right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. i tell you, they're great dogs. They're a little hard to train, but they're great dogs.
1: Yeah, yeah, my mom said she has to wear a glove now. When she throws the ball, it tries to bite at her fingers. So, Philip, any suggestions <laughs> how to keep this little dog from biting my mom's fingers? From. Uh. <laughs>
12: <laughs> I don't. I don't know about that one. I just uh, uh, maybe I maybe some little maybe some little nibbles. You know, popping on the just a gentle tap on the nose. Pop it on the nose a little bit. Just, right. just a just a, a gentle tap. Yeah, you got but, it. But um, hey, I'm I I was uh, really enjoyed watching the game last night. I, Alabama's rebounding well. I mean, sixty three rebounds. That's got to be a school record.
1: Uh they, they can they can definitely rebound. Uh, they can defend and rebound. Now, if they just cut down the turnovers and. Get a little bit better shot selection. This team will be really good, uh, Philip. I know. Uh, I know there's high expectation. but the big thing is you got two freshman guys playing so well with Miller and uh, and Clowney.
12: Oh, okay, I tell you what, I, my son is crazy about Clowney, and Clowney had 15 rebounds last night, and then yeah. um, Brandon's got a, a great pull up jump shot from about from about 23 feet out. He's pretty true. I mean, he's got a good shot from 23, 24 feet
1: out. Yeah, he had a couple uh, at the top last night. He was way behind the line, and uh, he showed he's got uh, got great range. He's not Kevin Durant. I'm not saying that, but his game's a lot like Kevin Durant. Uh, I'm sure he yeah. patterns it a lot like
12: him. He He's good. You know, got Jacksonville Friday. It would sure be great. I, I don't know if Alabama's ready for Michigan State or not. They've already been tested twice with Gonzaga and Kentucky already, and um, they're two and one on the year, and – uh, but you know, it's, that's what it's all about. I, I'm I'm looking forward to that tournament next week. I think Alabama, with a little a little luck, might might pull out a win or two.
1: Yeah, uh, take on Michigan State, and uh, I think it's UConn, and I can't remember who they'll play. The winner or lose. Oregon. Yeah, Oregon. Oregon. So which be the home team uh, out there? So it should be a good trip for those guys. <laughs> Portland, Oregon. It's, uh, it's nice right. out there. So we'll see. And
12: I thought Quinterly, You know, Quinterly actually. Had a couple of pretty little passes last night. We weren't quite ready for it, but it was great to see him back. And, and I'm like you, I, I think this team's got a lot better chemistry than last year. Of course, last year at this time we were undefeated and, and you know, and everybody was pretty happy, but then it, it sort of fell apart after Christmas. But um, good luck to the Tide going forward. And as far as football goes, you know, if, if Coach Kiffin were to leave for Auburn, who, who does Ole Miss turn to?
1: I would turn to Dion if I were them. He's I, already in the state of Mississippi. He's loved over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's not one of the top, top power five jobs. They need a little pizzazz at Ole Miss. Uh can mm-hmm. you imagine the Grove with Dion coming through the grove? That's where I, I that's where yeah, I would. I de- go.
12: I definitely I definitely think that's a possibility. I yeah. think that's a strong possibility and um and it's gonna get really interesting. Um, you know, as far as the everything that Auburn has to offer versus, versus what Ole Miss has to offer is, do you think Lane is just itching to get out or what, what exactly is he looking for that Ole Miss is having a hard time providing him?
1: Uh, I'll try first, Dad. You can clean it up. I think uh, Auburn has a much better NIL program uh, than mm-hmm. Ole Miss. And that's where the recruiting game's gone uh, to. They got this new, a football facility there and you know lane's complained a lot this year about the fan support i don't think you're gonna have any problem with fan support down at auburn Uh, and with bruce pearl in the recruiting area where you can be in florida georgia uh, alabama i think it's got a lot of positives probably better than ole miss dad well the
3: biggest thing is is the money as far as money to get recruits with the nil as barry mentioned first uh they've Auburn's gonna give him all he wants, and um, if you if you're going da- you're down to it on a guy that you really want, you can handle it. You can't you can't handle it all the time at Ole Miss money wise. Um, but
12: is that is that an NIL issue or what they refer to as a collective issue?
3: Well, the collective issue goes to the NIL. Yeah, it's a collective and, issue. The, the collective issue collective issue for Auburn would be twice as much as collective issue for Ole Miss. It just would. Right. Auburn. Well, you got well, that, ma-
1: that's ma- the, ball, thing in the Also, Philip, uh, if if I offered you a four year contract, so that's all I because in the state of Mississippi, that's all you can get is four years. All right, so I offered you four years, say nine million. But then I offered you seven or eight at Auburn, all guaranteed with the same money. There, you know how fast these people turn on coaches. It gets one or two bad years, they're ready, ready to roll you. Uh, I think those four-year contracts hurt uh, Mississippi uh, holding on to a guy. If he can go to Auburn and get a seven- or eight-year deal, nine-year deal, ten-year deal, whatever you can get.
12: Oh, absolutely. Well, I, you know, I kind of agree with the, you guys from your the last caller, who was great, by the way. I love listening to him. Um, well, your guest. Uh, in J.C. Words, J.C., JC. JC. is yeah.
1: great. Yeah.
12: I, I love him. Thank but you. um But I, I, I really think that, you know, Iron Bowl weekend, well, that's going to be it. That's when Auburn's going to have a coach. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they're going to have to name it and get going. If it's Lane, I'm sure it'll happen right after the Egg Bowl, which is on Thanksgiving night. So, Yeah,
12: um, he probably – I wouldn't be surprised to see Lane in Tuscaloosa.
1: <laughs> you think Lane be walking the sideline down there with Cadillac? I, I
12: would not be surprised.
1: <laughs> I would. You would? I wouldn't put it past Lane. But he would he – would, the way he is, he would love to announce it on Friday night to take away some from the game and put it all on him. Because um, mm-hmm. he likes that, Philip, as we know. Yeah. So, well,
12: hey, guys. It's always, great to talk to you and, and uh,
1: thank you for what you do. Thank you, Philip. Appreciate you calling. Thank you, Philip. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't think they'll probably announce, if it's him, probably on that Friday after the Egg Bowl, right? The Egg Bowl is on Thursday, get it announced on Friday, take away some uh, interest you from mean the deal. Before the Alabama game? Yeah. I don't know. I'll, I'll try to find out you gotta find out for us, uh, Joe. Yeah, I'll get that taken care of. All right, uh, let's get Bill Cameron in. We'll try to squeeze him in a minute or two early so we can spend a little well, more he time. He might be able to tell you. Yeah, he might be able to tell us. Royal Cleaners, pick up or delivery. They'll make life easy for you. 205-391-0034. Just dial them up. They'll come pick up all your cleaning, whatever you need. Get it cleaned up. Deliver it right back. If you want to drop off University Boulevard, Bridge Avenue, in Northport, I use 48- 51 Rice Mine Road. You can just drop it off, have your credit card in there. You just pick it up. They'll bill you at the end of each month. Royal Cleaners, tell them that Wimp and Barry sent you 205-391-0034. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread.
6: On Wednesday morning, schools with 50% of the student body receiving free or reduced-price lunches will soon have farm-to-table school lunches available. It's part of the USDA's Local Food for Schools Agreement with the state of Alabama and local farmers. Selected farmers will receive part of the grant to harvest food specifically for school lunches. Click TuscaloosaThread.com for more local news, sports, and weather coverage. It's free. Don Hartley, Town Square Media, Tuscaloosa. Well, I'm an orthopedic
0: surgeon, board certified. Meet Dr. John Herzog, who's certainly done his share of knee and hip replacements. But these days, he's encouraging his patients to look at regenerative...
8: Coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is a pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood pressure-treated pine protects against bug termite and weather decking fencing play sets whatever you're wanting to build just go to the internet look at yellowwood and you will find these coaches advertised a great product if it doesn't have that yellow tag on it believe you me you
0: don't want it it's yellowwood Tide 100.9. Tuscaloosa
6: weather. The weather cool and dry today with a mixture of clouds and sunshine, the high 53. We go below freezing late tonight, clear with a low at 29. Tomorrow's sunny with a high at 50, and Friday, lots of sunshine with a high at 53. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 42 degrees in Tuscaloosa.
0: Tide 100.9. For more coverage of Alabama football, visit us at Tide100.9.com or download the free Tide 100.9 app. The Crimson Tide will not be
2: denied.
1: Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Get up. To the Alabama One Hotline, he's with ESPN. One hundred six point seven, The Drive, down in Auburn, open like a Monday through Friday, four to six. Bill Cameron, good morning, Bill. How are you? Good morning, Bill.
10: Doing fine, Barry. Well, just tell
1: us everything you know about
10: where Auburn <laughs> is on the search, uh, Bill. Where... Uh, well, what what I know is uh, not a whole lot. John Cohen, um, like much like Chris Roberts in the AD search. Is uh, doing a good job of of keeping things uh, with, within the building. I mean, um, you know, we're able to pick up something. I was just telling Joe a couple of minutes ago. I mean, it's tough trying to figure out what's smoke, what's real, what's not. Everybody is trying to, uh, you know, tap into the sources that they've used before. If those sources aren't necessarily as well connected. John Cohen, we talked about it a little last week. You know, has a has a firm that is just vetting. Uh, possible candidates doing background checks, but he's the one that knows uh, exactly who is on the list and who he's, who he's been in contact with. I think we can, we can sort of glean from some of the, uh, from, from, from some of the reports out there who some of the candidates are and have been. Obviously, Lane Kiffin and Hugh Freeze are the names that have been out there from the beginning. And, and, uh, I do think that, um, those folks, uh, representatives or agent, uh, let's let's put it that way. I'm, I'm sure Jimmy Sexton has been quite busy dealing with John Cohen and and uh, and perhaps Rich McGlynn as as they try to gauge interest and then see what it would take. And you know, when you hear about offers going out, that's not really the way it is. What you do is you you find out is there interest, and then. Um, and then, then you proceed from there and um, move along to try to figure well what would be what would be something that that uh, they that that candidate would be interested in taking. And you go back and forth without it being an official offer, because that's the thing when you read that someone turned down an offer. Now that just means that uh, the the it wasn't going to work out for that person. I don't think it's ever gotten to an offer yet. So. Um Lane Lane still appears to be the top candidate. Uh, I know that right now, you know, Ole Miss wants to uh you know get through the season. I think Auburn does too. I think they you know, I think everyone would like the season to be done. Of course Ole Miss and Mississippi State, the egg bowls next Thursday on Thanksgiving. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if if Lane Kiffin is indeed considering moving or going to move. Would it be announced that next day before the Iron Bowl, that's that's the interesting thing to me. But I mean, right now, um, there there have been some reports that there are some very prominent names that that have been uh, either in contact with or contacted by Auburn. A lot of speculation and some surprising names. I mean, one that one that maybe isn't a big shock. I guess you gauge the interest of a, of an Urban Meyer and see if is is he. Is he interested in getting back in coaching? I don't know that that would be, doesn't just doesn't seem like a fit no. to me. But but if you want to but if you want to start, go ahead and start with the people that have the best records. Then I figure you'd start with Urban Meyer. There's there's been a lot of buzz around uh, the last couple of days that there may have been some contact by uh, by by Dabo's uh, representatives. Just sort of seeing what the situation is at Auburn. That one's another one that's a a bit of a surprise. But I guess if you're talking, and I don't know, I mean, I I don't know what the offer is, but, boy, they're sure the numbers that are being tossed about um, that would be at least $10 million a year for seven or eight years, I guess a lot of people would at least like to check in to see, well, how much money would I be worth?
1: Yeah, um, when you hear people Tracking the plane, I heard somebody say that the plane nah. went, to, went to Memphis and it went to Tupelo. I mean these people aren 't as dumb are they uh I mean come on uh, what 's going on with that? Are people tracking this plane now
10: trying trying to use it people that are get, trying yeah. yeah people are trying, but you don 't need to do that anymore I mean right. uh, you know you 've got zoom you 've got you know you can zoom skype whatever I mean you can have uh, very very good meetings that can do everything but pretty much finalized deals you can go through all the preliminaries without anybody having to meet at airports or flying to wherever now I'm, I uh, I probably wouldn't be shocked if if somebody went to Memphis that again that's where the man I mean yeah see Jimmy's there yeah you're absolutely right because Jimmy represents so many potential candidates and you know folks that could uh uh, be coordinators, I would say, as well, assistant coaches, not just head coaches. Yeah, that.
5: Oh, uh, I
3: would, I would doubt that after the Ole Miss State game, they would announce it. I think it would affect Auburn's games. That oh yeah, wouldn't, wouldn't want to do that. Um, I think it'd make everybody say, "Oh, it's not going to be Cadillac." I know it's not going to be Cadillac, but there's there's some people in this world who think it is. So, it's, you know, they're going to be, well, you know, everybody's going to be somewhat disappointed regards
10: to who they hire. Uh, oh sure, everybody. I mean, you're you're not going to make everybody happy. I am uh, again. Just the things we're hearing is that uh, I believe John Cohen and and uh, Cadillac have have had a couple of conversations, and I'm sure that would continue. Um, there's no question. I mean, the the emotional feeling after Saturday's game was, "Wow, that's great. Let's just go ahead and do that." But I mean, you, you look no. at the, the at, at the track record. You know, Carnell's only been an assistant in. In Power Five football for for three years, um, this is yeah. his third year now. He's a guy; his players love him, his former teammates obviously love him, the fans love him. But there's so much more involved in being a head coach than 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 even just the weekly preparation and game day.
1: Yeah, I imagine yeah. Auburn will take care of him and pay him probably a little more than probably what he gladly. What, yeah, they'll they'll give him. Four or five hundred thousand more uh, on his deal there, and try to keep him around, and I'm sure he'll stay uh, if they can make him feel good about
10: it. Well, yeah, we oh, were talking yesterday, though. I, I wouldn't be stunned if somebody like a South Florida might want to talk to to Cadillac. Um, I mean, boy, they, they uh, everybody thought Jeff Scott would do a really good job down there, and that just that completely backfired. Uh, but I mean, uh, this is going to be great for Carnell down the road. But uh, but yeah, I, I think he's a ways away from from being an SEC head coach for sure. Yeah,
3: yeah. Uh, last night, Auburn basketball. Uh, one-handed little Winthrop, a uh, big kid, I think, scored a bunch of points. I, I didn't get to see the game; I was somewhere else. Um, any comments on Auburn basketball?
10: Well, I, I I I wasn't able to go last night because the game started right when we were getting off the air and. As a result, uh, my tickets went to younger son, and my wife and I got to uh, got to babysit our our seven month old grandchild. So nice. while we were doing that, I had the game on, so I didn't get to hear all the commentary. And you know, Jai Broome did have a really good game. He's been he's been sort of bothered by a foot injury. He's he's about healthy now, but uh, yeah, I mean, very productive night. Twenty minutes last night, he scored eighteen points at thirteen rebounds. And five blocks. He is he is an athletic guy who has nice moves around the bucket. Um, his his only problem, I think, when he gets into SEC play is at times uh, he's he's a little too aggressive, wants to block too many shots. But but he's a guy that can score. He's much more of an offensive threat than Auburn has had inside. And I'm thinking, I mean, in a long long time, I don't know that Auburn's ever had a six ten guy. That that has the offensive capabilities that uh, Janai does. So yeah, big night for him. Auburn shot it a little better last night, just under forty percent from three point range. If they can if they can do anything near that, they'll be pretty good. I mean, this is it's not a not a great Winthrop team. I mean, they've been they've had some pretty good teams in the past, but uh, I thought it was a nice step up last night. It was good to see the first appearance from Chance Westry, the uh, true freshman who had. His knee scoped a few weeks ago. He's a big guy that I mean, a six four, six five type guard that that moves well, can penetrate really well. Also has a nice touch. I know he he didn't. Uh, I think he was just over two on on uh, threes last night, but uh, he's going to help them a lot. So so it, it was a it was a step forward last night. They don't have the most. This isn't your typical Bruce Pearl preseason. It's not the most challenging non-conference schedule that they've ever had so you know i sort of take it with a little bit of a grain of salt but i guess he's got more younger guys and last year was a little different i was i was shocked at how well the the team came together chemistry wise last year this year they've they've got a little time to try to get everything going but uh they've got most of the parts if they can if they can shoot it a little bit
1: uh... Back to the coaching situation, uh, we're talking with Bill Cameron with ESPN 106.7, and Dad and I have talked about this throughout the show. Whoever comes in, uh, Bill, can, can, I think Auburn's a little bit desperate right now, and I say desperate meaning knowing they maybe need to change a little bit. Will they will they give this guy complete control if he says, hey, if I come in there, I can have – Meddling. I need to have it the way Nick Saban had when he came in. Whatever he needed, he got. People lead, they would leave him alone. Uh, can that ever happen down there at Auburn? Is that maybe an expectation of Lane Kiffin or whoever the next coach is going to be?
10: I think it is the expectation of, of, of Lane. Uh, and I think a lot of coaches you know, want to hear that they're going to be left alone and not be meddled with too much. And, and I think that's a great point, Barry. I think Auburn is – um, is is and desperate is a good word for it. They're they're really wanting to get back. Don't want to feel like they're losing ground. They've always been you know in that upper tier of the SEC, you know, and always been a top fifteen school. They don't want to slide back. I mean, I guess they're fortunate that uh, you know Texas A and M hasn't been able to take advantage of all the money and everything they have. But Auburn's in a pretty good situation right now in that. I do believe Chris Roberts has done a very good job of getting the 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 big money folks to to really try to push and see what they can do how how effective this can be. They've had a very good um, uh, situation there with nil they've They've really gotten a pretty good war chest together they've got that there ready and I do think that uh, maybe you know some of the some of the uh powers. May have their own favorites, but they're ready to try to get behind something that they feel like can can really make a push now with with all the resources they have in the new football-only facility. I feel like this is they feel like this is the time. If they don't take advantage right now, then uh, then they could really dig themselves a big hole.
1: That would be a pretty uh, big story if Dabba
10: went to Auburn, uh, wouldn't it, Bill? It'd be unbelievable, wouldn't it? I mean. <laughs> Uh, the the only thing that that uh, that I look at, and you know, we were talking about it a little yesterday on the drive, is who would have thought Brian Kelly was going to leave Notre Dame? Who would have thought Lincoln Riley was going to leave Oklahoma? Um, this is another situation where, hey, the ACC. If you're in the ACC, you're thinking, hey, we better get in the SEC or the Big Ten because those are the two conferences that are going to have all the resources, and look like they're the they're the two power conferences. So, you know, maybe it's a situation that um, maybe, I mean, maybe Dabo's just thinking if it gets out that that he's even considering something, maybe that'll force Clemson or the ACC to try to do something to keep themselves from becoming, you know, just uh, um, secondary.
1: Yeah, that.
3: Um, oh, what was I going to ask you? Uh, I forgot what it I forgot what it was. Uh, one thing I wanted. One thing I wanted to ask you, player-wise, with the recruiting, uh, you know, Lane is. I don't know, whether I don't want to say lazy. But he he's gone to transfer portal completely at Ole Miss for, for mm-hmm. the defensive people, and uh, I I think that if he comes into Auburn, that he's going to have to not only do the transfer portal, but he's going to have to get out a lot himself. In the Florida and Georgia areas, because there's enough players there for him. Well, is this recruiting staff got anybody at all lined up uh, when, if he comes in to, already?
10: You mean player-wise? Yeah, yeah, or yeah, player-wise. Um, I, you know, they're trying right now. They've, I mean, I know they they had a, a decent amount of folks in for that uh, matchup against Texas A&M this past week. Uh, you know, they they're obviously working. Trying to get kids to hold off and wait and see, but you're right. I mean, you can't do it strictly through the transfer portal. Lane's had some good recruiting classes in the past, but he had better, uh, you know, he had better realize or whoever comes in had better realize you can't just do it through the transfer portal because uh, that that can help you short term, but long term you've got to have some guys that you hope can be with a program for you know 2 or 3 years that you can develop. So the the rest of the staff or whoever the head coach is had had also better be some uh, strong recruiters that have great ties around the southeast.
3: Yeah. You know you can you can get you can get people in from transfer portal and when you get them in you, they're not what you thought they were.
10: Right. In many uh, cases. They,
3: and, you, and that's very very difficult for all coaches to hit that right. And then that takes up 4 or 5 of your scholarships with the wrong people. Mm-hmm. And that that and it, to, to, for me, you've got to you've got to recruit, you've got to be a recruiter, and then you have your assistant coaches be recruiters, but also then look at the transfer portal. That's what I think. Oh like, yeah, got no question. I, 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 I just didn't know if they had anybody, you know, lined up now to skill positions, quarterback or wideouts, anything that we can talk about. Probably don't. They probably don't.
10: No, no. I mean, I'm. I, I'm hoping we get a chance to see Holden Gerner, the uh, the freshman quarterback who played just a snap or two uh, right. back mid season. You know, he's a guy that that you'd really like to see. Robbie Ashford again. We've talked about. Him. He was a really good athlete, but I mean, he's just. Uh, you know, he's one of those really good athletes who's playing quarterback. I, I don't know that I'd say he's a he's a quarterback who's a good athlete.
1: If they put anybody at the podium now besides Lane Kiffin, is that going to be a disappointment to the Auburn people? Are they gotten their hopes all set up on that? Uh, Thinking about the combination of him being down there, kind of poking Alabama, he and Bruce Pearl together. Is anybody else at this point going to be a disappointment, Bill?
10: I don't know that anybody else would be a disappointment, but uh, I'm sure. Sure. If it's, if it's not Lane, there'll be a lot of people that go, well, man, it's it's uh, it's been all the talk for the last month, and that's one thing that that is a little bit of a concern because in a lot of cases, the the yeah. that first candidate or the, or the the most popular name rarely becomes the one. So so sure there would be some. John Cohen, I think, is is really you know he's in, in you know he's a former baseball guy. I think he's swinging for the fences right now. We'll see. And many times in the past, it had been, well, that's a crazy thing to do. Remember all the talk Tennessee thought they were going to get John Gruden and, and uh, you know, the, the big names people were going to get. But things have changed now. The money the SEC has and the – with the the NIL support, the, the moves last year of – you know, LSU, I do think that Auburn is in a better position financially, resource-wise, today than LSU was a year ago when they got Brian Kelly. So – um, you know, I, I think they have a chance to get a big name and it sure looks like, you know, Lane's the most likely, but yeah, there'd, there'd be a lot of people going, well, what's going on if it's not Lane Given, Yeah.
1: Uh, do they give him whoever, I guess they got to give him a big assistant pool salary there. I guess they got oh, to yeah. make it whatever the Georgias and Alabamas are paying. They got to be right at that, right? To go get the guys they want.
10: Auburn's never had a problem paying uh paying folks i mean their remember their assistants under Gus were as highly paid as anybody, so um I think they've scraped together enough to feel like they can they can uh pay whatever it takes to get as as uh, good a coaching staff as possible and still have some left over for the players i guess
1: <laughs> tell us about <laughs> that uh new facility. Have you toured it yet bill?
10: Oh yeah, yeah, we got a chance to go through it last Friday. Um, really impressive. I mean, uh, there's no pool or bowling alley or anything in there. There's a barber shop. Um, what I liked is, is there's two completely different locker rooms. There's sort of a locker room to transition from like what you're wearing to class to just be comfortable and hanging out, and a big room in the middle, a big circular room in the middle with gigantic bean bags and huge screens to, for video games and things like that. But then there's a separate locker room they call the armory which is where you're going to uh get geared up to go out to practice but the way it's laid out I mean it's it's some it's like a total of 12 acres is how much this place takes there's two full I mean there's a full size indoor football field um with with so much space on both ends and then, like two full football fields you can access from there they've got all kinds of the 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 weight room is is something that's really neat i'm I'm glad I was never in a place like that because everything is electronic it can It uh, tests exactly knows exactly how much everybody is doing the entire time. It can post it up on big screens where uh, the players are competing with each other i mean it's uh It's really cool and then and then there's a sort of a perch where coaches can be but recruits and others can go where you can look out into the uh into the weight room or out on the indoor or out on the field um it's uh it, it, it's really well done i, th- I thought uh, really really cool some of the things they've got i love the 3d printer that they have they had um one person step in and the machine goes around and takes th- hundreds of thousands of pictures of the person, and it gets their exact measurements. So if they ever have any need, any kind of orthotic or brace or whatever, it, it goes ahead and, and it 3D prints it right there. So they've got those kinds of things. So it's a uh, it's it's a combination of technology and uh, and and usefulness and fun that I think is uh, it's definitely gonna it's definitely gonna help uh, when when they're when they're showing recruits.
1: Is, is, is John Cohen's office in there? Or are they in a different facility?
10: Uh, you know, I'm not sure where his office is going to be. Okay. They, that's one thing we didn't get to see. They didn't take us upstairs where the offices were. I mean, we we were upstairs next to it, and we could see the the windowed offices looking out on the practice field. But they didn't exactly tell us which one is whose. And uh, so, I, yeah, I don't know if I would imagine it would be, but. It very well could be, I guess, in the current facility where where a lot of the other, um, you know, a lot a lot of the other sports are going to be located now.
1: Well, Bill, great information. Uh, time will tell. It should, shouldn't be too long before, before we know what's going to happen there. So,
10: oh no, I I'd be very surprised if uh, if by the Monday. Um, if, if by the Monday after the Iron Bowl, Auburn doesn't have a new coach. Yeah. Probably announced Sunday and press conference Monday is what I'm thinking.
1: All right. I, I see them do it. I, I I think they'll do it before the Iron Bowl to kind of just take away Alabama's buzz a little bit. Uh, but we'll see. Thank you, Bill. Yeah, well, it could be Thank a distraction, you, though. For, yeah, it yeah, could be a distraction for, for Auburn, but uh, – that Dad, that Dad thinks they're going to have a hard time with Western Kentucky this weekend. though. That, I
10: wouldn't be surprised. I think they're better than Texas A and M.
1: Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Bill, thank you, sir.
10: Thank you, Bill. Oh, Appreciate
1: absolutely, it, guys. Sure great thing. Job. All right, Bill. Good, great information there. It sounds like some facility they got. Uh, Joe, we got a facility like that around here where measure all your everything you need. Coach's and,
2: backyard, right?
1: Yeah, uh, looks like. All right, Dad. Tell me about Bob Prince and Prince Glover and Hayes.
3: Chris Glover Hayes, attorneys that I talk about all the time, 345-1234, outstanding people, outstanding attorneys, people who have been successful. Give them a call, and they'll be happy to visit with you on the telephone, talk to you about exactly what uh, you uh, might be encountering, whether it be a lawsuit uh, by neighbors or folks or on the highways, and then go by 701 rice Road and visit with them at 345-1234 if you need to call them again. So, be sure and do that. I also want to mention while I've got you on here uh, about the uh, Constant Companion Animal Hospital, which is just opened up for to take care of your animals. Any animal that you have, it's on um, on uh, at the Narrows on two hundred and eighty, um, and I would recommend you get t- you can get fifty percent off if you take your animal by there uh, and and be the very first one first time you've been there. Uh, and tell them if you heard on Barry Wimps' show on Inside the Locker Room. And the number, and I'll go slow on this, is 205-635-0313. Constant companion animal
1: veterinarian. They're great. Thank you. You listen to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports.
7: This is a Town Square Media tied 100.9 sports Update.
9: This is Timothy Bowens with your Tide Sports Update. Brian Robinson's career day helped hand Jalen Hurts his first loss of 2022. Alabama kicker Will Reichert wins SEC Special Teams Player of the Week. An Alabama signee was honored on a billboard for signing with the Crimson Tide.
7: This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 Sports Update. For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide
0: 100.9 app. Tide 100.9 traffic.
4: From the towns of Nissan, traffic center, no active wrecks things coming down on this Wednesday morning. If you do see conditions throughout the day that folks need to hear about, just give me a call, 205 886 8886. Towns of Nissan is your hometown dealer with a lifetime powertrain warranty. Go see them and grab a deal. I'm Captain Ray.
7: Town Square Media, along with Spiller Furniture and Townsend Nissan, want to see your holiday spirit and lights. Neighborhoods are shining bright this Christmas, thanks to the countless hours it took you to wrap your trees and...
8: Coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking... Fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the internet, look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it.
0: It's Yellowwood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather.
6: The weather cool and dry today with a mixture of clouds and sunshine, the high 53. We go below freezing late tonight, clear with a low at 29. Tomorrow's sunny with a high at 50, and Friday, lots of sunshine with a high at 53. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 42 degrees in Tuscaloosa.
0: Inside the locker room with Wimpenberry on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.
1: The world away for a minute. Welcome back to the Inside the Locker Room.
3: Um, yes, I need to say something. Way. I want to say something. If you don't have another subject. Yeah. I have uh, looked and studied this football playoff committee, uh, select, uh, committee that selects what they do. Barry, this could be the worst selection committee in the history of selection committees. There's one former coach on there. There's a lady on there that was a professor at Montclair State. There's, uh, three people that they don't really have a name, what, what they do. Uh, the rest of them are athletic directors, athletic director at Colorado, uh, Naval Academy, um, one former coach at Baylor is only the only former coach on there, uh, Mitch Barnhart, um, the, Longtime athletic director of Kentucky is the chairman of it. Um, NC State. I'm telling you, it, it's a shocker to me. You, you, you know, they put the title up there for several of these men, and they really don't have a title. To, they don't put the, They don't what to put up there. They, don't, they have no idea what to put. Um, it. it and, you know, I guess they've hit it right. But my point is, when you hit it right. You hit it right at the final poll. Not now,
1: but my question to you is: like, really, how hard is it for the, to pick this final four?
3: Well, it's probably not as hard. I mean, Barry, I think a- is it generally is, but it is. Uh, it could be uh, some pressure there with these ads. One ads. One AD for Wyoming. Um, I would say I wouldn't argue with you about that this year. I think it's probably cut and dried. You've got a little bit of a question: Big Ten, two Big Tens versus two, uh, two uh, SECs, and they'll work that out on the field, I guess. So I would, if it, if, it was, if it were a year where we don't know which direction we're going, um, I, I, I wouldn't depend on this committee. <laughs>
1: yeah, I just don't, I don't think it's hard at all to pick four teams. Uh, okay. Now, yeah. when you get to twelve. You know, unless you have some. Uh, so you're going to make, gonna make 13, number 13 mad. Well, it depends on, you know, if you say, all right, these champions are automatically in, so there's really only okay. X number of out at largest. But, I mean, you only have, uh, Joe, catch that. You only have four undefeated teams. Uh, so, I mean, and you know, Michigan and Ohio State are going to play. So, I and, I mean, in Tennessee, I mean, Tennessee, this- Tennessee beat LSU bad, so you're going to put them ahead of them. I don't. I don't think it's that hard. Well, it's probably not. But I,
3: I'm telling you right now, I'd hate to be a football coach in the in the year where it's not as hard as you're correct on that, uh, and and put my put my thoughts and energy into into this committee.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, uh, what JC wow. talking about when they give their reasoning of why it's terrible, like it's not well thought out. Like oh. you look at them and say what? Oh Dude, you're my on the committee? Yeah. All right, uh, let's get to they the –
3: They uh, couldn't even name the coaches. I guarantee these people couldn't even name the coaches on, on the on uh, <laughs> the teams. That are, they, just, it's terrible. Go
1: ahead. All right, uh, all right let's get to the Alabama one Cowboy in. Good morning, Cowboy. morning. Hey, Barry and Coach. I got a couple
9: things here right quick, I guess. You know, the committee, how could Michigan, with their schedule, be over – TCU, TCU's got more quality wins, wouldn't you think?
3: Here we go. See?
1: Yeah, but does um, it, that doesn't matter. If Michigan beats Ohio State, they're in. Uh,
9: oh, yeah, yeah. So it doesn't but, matter. I mean, well, we're talking about what we got in the present here today. TCU's got a better resume than Michigan. But, you know, I, I guess that's why I'm not on the committee. I, uh, um, the uh, computers. I heard Greg McElroy out here on the station in Dallas yesterday calling for the uh, the computers to come back when they go to the twelve team playoff. But um, so, you know, I don't know. But hey, um, with with your contact coach and Barry, your Auburn connections, who do y'all think they're going to probably hire?
1: I mean, I'm hearing. Lane Kiffin, uh, and there's some reasons why I'm saying that, but now whether that's I'm not gonna tell you why, but if that's true, what I'm hearing, then uh, it sounds like he he is the guy, but but I don't know if if if, if it's yeah. not him, I, like I don't think if I were an Auburn fan, you put Urban Meyer up there, that would make my skin crawl uh, the way he's treated players and his coaches and all that, I, I think that would be a dumpster fire if you hired Urban Meyer. And yeah. I don't know where you go Not if you don't the- get Lane. If, if if the SEC says no to Hugh Freeze, I don't know there is a guy, unless somebody like Dabo did it, which I don't really see that happening either. Yeah.
9: I saw something on a website last night that said the Auburn plane was in uh, Memphis, but I don't, know. <laughs> yeah. you know how it well, all that's where that
1: Jimmy goes. Sexton lives, and he's got right. He's connected to every coach in college football that Auburn would want to talk to, so that yeah. doesn't really anything.
9: Hey, uh, coach, you think this uh, Alabama basketball team's got potential to be? You know, I don't want to put pressure on them. It's early in the year, but man, they got some good length and some big guys. You think? yeah they're gonna be they're gonna be good
3: they'll be they'll be in the top four of the SEC, and they may may win all i know but uh you know they they've got some things they got to work on naturally when you've got a new team you've got people coming from every direction you're gonna have some problems then so i think they're yeah i think they're gonna be very good they're gonna be a good rebounding team, maybe not as good shooting it outside as they would like but uh uh i think when they get Quinley back it'll help them a great deal i think yeah, but uh, they should they should be very good. They should be, in oh um, my, pressure. But it, you know, they, I've named all the five best teams, and I've got it just right: Kentucky and Tennessee, and the three A's: Alabama, Auburn, and, and Arkansas. And they'll, they'll be in that group. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. The uh,
9: NCAA, they'll
1: be in the NCAA. Yeah, I thought that was good to go down there and play at South Alabama. Let some. Yeah, I think it's good. I got on. I just wish that. When Nate Oates takes this team in the state of Alabama, you need to reward him and sell it out. Like, if, if I took my team down to Mobile and you didn't sell it out, I wouldn't take them back. Uh, I think Birmingham sells it out. Uh, I don't know if Huntsville did, but I don't, they don't go down there enough. Where you can't get 10,000 people to come to the game? I don't understand
9: that. Yeah, I thought it. Yeah, I didn't. But maybe the 9 o'clock. Yeah, that might have hurt. No doubt. it could have hurt. And maybe people were staying home to watch the big announcement. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I doubt it. Thank you, cowboy. All
9: right, y'all guys, be
1: good. Uh, uh, I tell you what, Joe, just double the breaks up. That if if Urban Meyer, like you had, a, if you said alright it's down to Urban Meyer and Dion, who would you take? Hello, uh, me? Yeah, I if it, if if take it.
3: Urban. I take Urban Meyer,
1: Joe. I wouldn't take Urban Meyer. I take Dion.
2: I know Martin, you would.
1: I just think that with all the way he's treated the. Players and all that. I would wear him out in the room in recruiting, saying this guy uh, doesn't know how to treat his players. He doesn't treat his coaches well. And kids now, they that they just don't want to be treated that way. I just don't think the guys. I don't, do I ever coach again, Joe? Uh,
2: probably some middle school team.
1: <laughs> all right. So you'd go if you had the chance between Hugh Freeze or Lane Kiffin, Dad. Who you taking?
3: Hugh Freeze, Lane Kiffin, I think
1: Lane Kiffin. Joe? Yeah, Lane Kiffin. So Lane Kiffin's your number one guy. Yep, yep. Uh, Jeff Grimes, or anybody. Uh, you'd rather have anybody, anybody. than Jeff Grimes. Uh, yes. Bill O'Brien or Jeff Grimes?
2: Jeff Grimes.
1: Jeff Grimes. Jeff Grimes. All right, uh, that's the music. Uh, so that's that's uh, our cue to get out of here. The Black Wednesday sale, six hours now, Joe. So, I'm sorry, six days. 22 hours, 8 minutes, and 54 seconds. They got the loan sale there. Starts at 7 a.m. with Alabama 1. You get the best rate at 7 a.m. And it'll go up a little bit each hour. So the earlier you get in, the better rates you'll get. Auto loan, personal loan, recreational vehicle. We'll talk to Mike Brown about it on Friday. Uh, But go to www.alabama1.org for more information. Tim Brando. We'll stir him up tomorrow. He'll be on with us. Uh, he doesn't. He thinks Alabama and Clemson get a lot of privilege uh, in college football. He's probably right. He just the tie one hundred point nine. It's he home of Alabama Sports. Have a great day, everybody.
2: Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by Tuscaloosa Chrysler Jeep Dodge and Ram and Pearl River Resort.
6: From the University of Alabama, this is Crimson Tide Today. It's a daily update on Bama sports and it's brought to you by Conecuh Sausage, a true southern flavor since 1947. And the official smoked sausage of the Crimson Tide. Visit online at ConecuhSausage.com. Hello again everybody, I'm Roger Hoover. Women's basketball head coach Christy Curry met with the media to preview Wednesday night's matchup with USF in Tampa at 7
2: p.m.
13: You know, excited about um, this stretch ahead. Obviously, our only focus right now is South Florida. Um, you know, going back on the road, how can we improve from our road game at um, Tulane? And a lot of little things that we feel like we can can do better. And um, we'll definitely have to do that against a really good NCAA tournament team in South Florida.
11: I'll have more in a moment.
5: Kaneka sausage is an Alabama tradition and a fan favorite. Made fresh in Evergreen, Alabama, since 1947, Kaneka sausage is the best-tasting hickory smoked sausage you'll ever put in your mouth. Always great for breakfast, Kaneka sausage is now a tailgate grilling favorite. Pick up some today where you buy groceries. Kaneka sausage, the official smoked
6: sausage of the Crimson Tide. Here's more from Coach Curry.
13: Uh, yeah, you know, um, I, I honestly um, we will change our lineup at South Florida. I feel like based off this team and the scout and who we're playing, um, we're going to change the lineup at South Florida going into today. And um, it's not, to me, about who starts. It's about every minute that everyone gets, it's with all their heart, and they play really, really hard and really, really smart and accept the fact that, you know, there are some different roles that each one of these kids coming in from their previous year, wherever, wherever they were, going to have to be a little different for this team to be successful.
6: Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by Kineca Sausage. Crimson Tide Today is a production of the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield.
4: Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks. Things calming down on this Wednesday morning. If you do see conditions throughout the day that folks need to hear about, just give me a call, 205-886-8886. Townsend Nissan is your hometown dealer with a lifetime powertrain warranty. Go see them and grab a deal. I'm Captain Ray. Townsend Nissan
5: is your super savings vehicle dealer right here at home in Tuscaloosa with over 100 pre-owned vehicles in stock and priced for immediate delivery. And, yes, if you are looking for a new Nissan, a theory of new requests,